Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey, hey. Hello. Hey, listen, it's almost Christmas. We're about 10 days, what are we, 10 days away? Today is the 15th. Yes, yeah. so it's 10 days away. Gosh. And uh, it is always, every time this time of year rolls around, everyone always says, oh, I can't believe it's Christmas. But I just want to say one thing. Time passes whether you want it to or not. So what are you doing with the time that you uh, have been given? What is, what's going on in your life? And how are we utilizing the time that we have? And um, I just sneeze. So I go see. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It's alive. Uh, I don't know why that happens when I come here to this office, but hey, bless me. Thank you very much. Um, uh, I just want to make a comment really quick about about the Christmas hustle and bustle. Is that you know it's like every year I know for me I set goals. Okay, at Thanksgiving Day, you know Black Friday, that's it. Christmas presents, I'm getting them all. And then I don't because other things get in the way. And then the first week of December, okay, the first week of December, I'm getting all the gifts. Mm. And then I don't get all of them. And then, you know, there's always like the Christmas card. Oh my gosh. Cause we like to either take a picture or Butch draws a card or something that doesn't just take, you know, going to the store. We want to do something always special, but um, so well, we, yeah, had, we, we had a couple pictures that we did this year, but we weren't very happy. No, with them. they didn't turn out really good. Well, I was fine with it, but you weren't happy with it. So, well, it's, you know, as girls, we decided that they weren't really, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Let's make the picture. No, we then she goes, Oh, could you draw something? Cause that just happens instantly. That's no yes, problem. Exactly. Just draw something real quick. I was like those, those two words real quick always cracked. I know. But, so. um, anyway, so I know that, you know, things get really busy and people start freaking out. And so we can all just take a deep breath. But yeah. um, now to talk about what we were here to talk about. We have today. a topic today. Do you R-E-S-P-E-C-T your spouse. your spouse? Now, if you're not married, do you R-E-S-P-E-C-T your person you're in a relationship with? Or do you or R-E- your boss? Yeah, or your or boss your best friend. or your mom or your dad. Do you respect other people? Well, let's talk about married people now. I would imagine most people who watch this, most are married. Or maybe are contemplating marriage, which is really right. good. Because why not find out um, what you need to do? You know, there was a girl at a church, our very first church we ever went to. And um, this girl would go to every married uh, conference, marriage conference like that was in Los Angeles. Really? And yeah. And I was, I was like, wow, that's really cool because she's, and I was like, gee, what are you doing here? You're like, why are you here? And she said, because I want to know, I want to hear from married couples, the things that make them struggle, the things that make them stumble, the things that they deal with on a daily basis. And I want to already be ahead of the game and know that I don't have to go through any of that. And that was really important. Now, did you see her because you were going to a ton of marriage um, no, no. Or how did you know she went to all of them then? Because I would see her periodically at church. Oh, I see. And she'd always say like, oh, I just went to this one or that one. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Who are you learning from when it comes to your relationships? Are you learning from seeing bad relationships all around you? Are you learning from seeing good relationships around you? Did you have a great environment? Or half and half. Yeah. Or did you have a great environment that you grew up in? If you did, that's amazing. A lot of people, uh, including myself, didn't have the greatest of environments growing up. But uh, there were challenges, things I had to I had to learn and navigate through. But it comes down to this: we're asking this question: Are you do you respect your spouse? And there's a scripture we want to read to you. 
And please read that scripture. Uh, it's Colossians 3.18. First of all, it says, wives, submit to your own husbands. Now, I just want to point this out. Mm -hmm. Submit to your own husband right. as opposed to other people's husbands. Well, that's true. But the word submit there, people get hung up on that too. Let's talk about that for one second. Yeah. The word submit does not mean you're a slave and it doesn't mean uh, that the that spouse. Down to your yeah, spouse. it doesn't mean you're bowing down. It doesn't mean you're, in, you're, you're being controlled by anybody. A lot of people use that word submit. Uh, what the word there means, uh, wives submit to your own husbands, it means respect. I'm looking the, up submit. And... Well, submit, the, the word submit you're going to find means to like give into or like to be uh, in, let's see. I guess, like in servitude to something like that. Uh, let's see. To yield oneself to the power or authority of another. Yeah. To allow oneself to be subjected to some kind of treatment. Right. Uh, to defer to another's judgment, opinion, decision. Give over or yield to the power or authority of another. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but the word submit here in the Bible, like I said, it means respect. Do you respect? Because listen, this is not yeah. about, um, you know, one spouse being subservient to the other or one lording it over another. You know, a lot of um, things have been, uh, I think, taken out of context over yeah. the years or really blown up out of proportion. Like, well, you know, uh, you know, there, my, my husband's domineering and there are some domineering husbands oh. out there. There's yes. also some domineering wives out there. I mean, no way. <laughs> not saying I know any on, on personally, but there there's spouses that will definitely take advantage Absolutely. of another spouse. If there's a mutual respect between both spouses, that's when a strong marriage can happen. Let me ask you this: Are you strong enough to admit that your spouse is right? Are you strong enough to admit yeah. your spouse? might have a point and you may have to apologize. Are you strong enough to do that? Is that even a possibility in your head? That is what that means. Well, keep going in that scripture. What else does the rest of it say? Um, well, there's husbands love your wives and do not be bitter towards them. Husbands love your wives yeah, so... and don't be bitter towards them. Why would a husband be bitter towards his wife? Well, what's interesting Okay, so this is all under um, chapter three, mm -hmm. and um, one of the titles, which this is, you know, character of the new man. So it's talking about the new person in Christ, right? But when it says, wives, submit to your own, I'm sorry, let me go back. Wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Remember, it doesn't just say that. It says, wives, comma, submit to your own husbands, comma, as is fitting fitting in the Lord. Right. And then it says, husbands, comma, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. So, I mean, like, is that kind of like the Lord showing us that, that a bitterness between a couple would be something that is yeah. very prevalent? What does bitter mean? Well, I know that when something is bitter, if it's a food or a flavor, uh, we don't like it. Bitter is a very no. ugh, tasty. No one likes that something that tastes bitter. And well, so if something is bitter, it means it's not being, um, uh, it's not going down the most uh, pleasing way it should. You know, it's not like sugar or salty. It's bitter. It's, it's so very it's bad taste. having a harsh, disagreeable, harsh, acrid taste. Acrid. Acrid, sorry. So wait, so say, uh, don't be bitter toward them. Don't be harsh or disagreeable toward right. them. Right. And it says, like that of aspirin, quinine, wormwood, or aloes. Wow, those are bitter things. 
Yes. Producing one of the four basic taste sensations, yep. not sour or sweet, hard to bear, causing pain, ca um, characterized by intense antagonism or hostility, um, resentful or cynical. Mm. Okay. Now we're talking. We are. Yeah. You sound awful excited there. Husbands, love your wives and do not be hostile. Or resentful. Or resentful. Or cynical. Or cynical towards them. Right. Look at all my. Or um, well, I just remember what you hard said. to bear. I just remember or what don't said. cause them pain. Or, um, yeah, don't antagonize. Mm. Don't, be, don't be cynical. Yeah, cynical means yeah. that you're not. That, I'm just looking at the comments. But um, uh, means that you're just not taking them seriously. You're being very antagonistic toward them. This is a great comment by Patty. Patty says, uh, Patty Coppola says, I wasn't as respectful of my husband as I should have been when our children were young. Hmm. I chose to trust God and grew to be respectful and appreciate him greatly. We both needed to learn and grow. Isn't that the truth? He's been faithfully devout and very loving, especially now during this healing journey. Wow, that is an amazing, amazing story, Patty. And listen, we all have to grow. Everybody, and thanks for oh, writing yes. that, by the way. Yes. Um, we all have to grow. I mean, nobody comes into a marriage at age 20 and ends up the same way at age 50 or 60. You know, this coming year, we've said this many times, in 2022, May, we'll be married 30 years. I know. Three zero, which blows my mind. I mean, 30 years of being with the same person. <laughs> Is that a problem? No, I didn't say a word. <laughs> didn't say a word. We've watched each other grow and age. Mm. Hey, I yeah, love let this. Let me tell I you, I, I, I feel bad for you having to watch me age. I, I, I'm so sorry about that. So Sonia says, Patrick's watching from inside Walmart. And she's watching in the parking lot. We never miss a Wednesday. You guys are the best. Oh Thank gosh. you, Sonia and Patrick. You Thank guys are the best. Thank you guys so much. Hey, love listen, you guys. We're if there's only we we just love all of you guys, and I know that um, that we're all learning and we're growing from here. By the well. way, what's he getting in Walmart? By the way, I need to know what's there. Like I I have to get you. Okay, I know one present I'm going to get you. In fact, we have to go. We have to make a. Yes, we, we have, have to, to go and make a. I have to get you a nice present next week that I have a, a plan for. But you have to kind of. Selected. I have to guide the plan. However, um, there are okay, some other things. Okay, let's talk about that, actually. All right. We're going to get to our topic, to respect. We're still in our Well, topic. that is actually respect. It is respect, yes. Because here's the thing. This is not, a, okay, is this control freak? A little bit. Like, you I. Control freak. Well, Butch and I have different different um, opinions on sometimes what jewelry, like what, what jewelry is pretty or Jewelry that really, I, like. I don't really have any. Okay. I, I just go, what do you want? This is the one you want? Basically, basically is that I have a different taste than Butch does. And so would you respect your spouse enough to say, hey, you know what? Let's go and let's, let's, why don't you pick out three, whatever, rings, necklaces, earrings that you like, nice ones, like real gold. And then let me go back to the store and buy one of them. Would you feel okay doing that? Because here's the deal. How bad would you feel? Because you have before. You buy me something I never wear it because I don't like it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, it makes you feel bad. So why don't why don't instead we just... of respecting me and wearing it? Right. She chooses not to respect me and not. That wear. is not true. So you obviously but... haven't listened to the video, have you? Okay, I do respect you. I respect uh -huh. you tremendously, uh -huh. but but I don't necessarily like your taste. So as far as jewelry. <laughs> I don't buy you a lot of jewelry. I really don't. I well, don't that's the problem. That's why. But I'm serious. But I, I love the fact that guys, we're going to. When, when she said control freak, I really can't buy her anything unless she has <laughs> full approval over it. 
Seriously, it's true. Surprising but, okay, her but, is not even an right. option. But wouldn't you rather your spouse wear the the necklace or the jewel or the the ring or the earrings instead of going? Well, didn't I just buy you? Like, oh yeah, it's in my drawer. Okay, another year goes by. You ever going to wear that necklace? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll wear it sometime. Oh, I wore it when you didn't even notice. And you're trying to now you're lying because you really don't like it. What piece of jewelry are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying hypothetical. A hypothetical? Guys, I mean, everyone out there, I mean, help me out here. Hey, listen, but, but I, I want to go back though. Respecting your spouse, like, uh, like Patty said earlier, she had to grow. Yes. Have you begun to grow in your respect for your spouse? Have you even thought that's even, have you even, thought that it's conceivable you could begin to respect your spouse. You know, we, we spoke yeah. to some people a while That's ago true. where um, we said, yeah, we were having this conversation with some people and we said, you know, you need to respect your spouse. And one of the females said, I really can't do that. And really it was impossible for this person to respect their spouse. And, and, and I mean, after having a long conversation, we were like, wow, this is really wild. Um, and I, and this, this couple had been married for quite some time. So, you know, we learn a lot. Well, people uh, think about each other when you when you begin bringing this topic up. I want to read this scripture again. There's another scripture that says, um, uh, "Husbands love your wives as Christ so loved the church." Right. That was our big one that you and I would say to each other when we were just learning how to bring Jesus into our marriage. Uh -huh. And so when Butch would say something cynical or sarcastic, yeah, which was and, pretty much what I was great at. Yes, and when I would answer back with something just as cynical. Well, not as good at Mostly it. Mostly mean. You were really good at Mostly it. Mostly just I mean. was not good at it. Mostly mean. Yeah. But, um, you know, where where would that lead us? That would make me so sad and so upset until we finally just started. I, one day I just said to him, like, is that is that the way that Christ loved the church? Is that how you're talking to and me I the went, same way? I, don't, I said, well, stop yelling. And so I, if you stop yelling, I would talk. Oh, come on. Was that, did you just yell on purpose for, to be fun right there? No, I, funny? Did you hear the tone of that voice right there? Did you hear that? That's the voice we're talking about. Now I'm amplify that up. Okay. Anyway. Well, my voice is a lot more lower and raspier than it was back in the day. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But the point so is, I'm guys. Not as loud. The point is, everybody, it's about respecting your spouse. Because I do yes, respect you. I know you do. I do. And, um. Who makes you an omelet every morning, by the way? Oh my God, he makes the best right? omelets. We make some omelets, omelets, and then my favorite bacon <laughs> we make from a... Trader Joe's. Right? Have you guys it's had peppered this? bacon? Have you guys, yeah, it's peppered bacon from Trader Joe's. You guys had this bacon; it's pretty good. So, wives submit to your own husbands as, as fitting to the Lord. Husbands love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Yeah. Then it says, "Children, obey your parents in all things. This is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged." As a father, are you provoking your children? Do you respect your children? How do you provoke your child? Provoking means basically causing them to do things you don't want to see them do. Are you saying bad things to your children? Are you provoking? Provoke means basically to uh, to encourage in a negative way. I think That's provoking terrible. means to to like uh, challenge somebody or to you know make fun of them or to belittle them, things like that. As parents. We've got to respect our children as well. I mean, respecting your children can yeah. lead to a very healthy marriage. You know, uh, we also have to respect our spouse's parents. Are you able to do that? Well, you've been respecting my mom for the last 30 years. And so. Well, she's an amazing woman and she is our roommate, too. She lives with us. She, well, I shouldn't say roommate. She yeah, has her own, she has her own place. 
we have a guest house on our property, which is amazing. And then Janet lives there, but no, it's a perfect house for her. It's the perfect size. And uh, it actually came in, came in really handy to have yes. that. So, but um, it's been wonderful to, you know, get to know her and to know that, you know, she has a place that she's welcome Yes. and she has a place to live. But guys, listen, isn't it much better to come home to a house where your spouse respects you? I'm not talking about, you know, it's funny. I see all these uh, old videos on YouTube or things where they make fun of, oh, the housewife feeds the husband after a long day's work. Like, like, like it's something like, like somehow it's demeaning. Right. For the spouse that's at home to have made a meal for the spouse that's coming home. Oh, that's a demeaning thing. You don't have to do that. But what about the spouse who's been out working all day? You know, it could be the man or the woman. What if? Right. What? So, I mean, both spouses have to take care of each other is my point. Yes. You really, and by the way, marriage isn't 50-50. It's 100-100. Why is your phone calling? I know. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, listen, there's sometimes, you know, it's like Butch and I, we work together. We do ministry together. We do cartoons together. We do shows <laughs> together. We do everything. We got together. a great cartoon coming up you guys are going to really like. We'll talk about that yeah. later. Um, and so, you know, some nights when it's, you know, we're both exhausted going to bed and you just kind of lay there and you're just like, Oh my God. Like it's a mutual exhaustion. <laughs> it is. And it's starting to kick but, in right about now. It's starting to happen right about now. But you know what? Honestly, that's where some of the, the biggest laughter comes from. I mean, our daughter lives in our house still and um, she's on the other side, you know, of our room. And she's always like, what are you guys laughing at? You know, like, what were you laughing at at, at one o'clock in the morning? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I said, just because my husband always makes me laugh and we're just to the point where we're like sometimes yeah, exhausted and something there. is funny. It's like, it's just funny sometimes. But have we gone to bed where it wasn't funny? Yes. Many times. Many times. Many and that was yeah. horrible because you just don't want to do that. Then your dreams are all messed up. You wake up the next morning. You don't even know what to think. Or what to feel because are you still mad? Are they still mad? You're trying to play these games, you know, like, well, I'm just going to make like I'm still mad because I don't know if he's still mad. I'm not going to let him know that he's mm. got the best of me. I'm going to say this. Lisa says, uh, by the way, I don't respect my mother-in-law because she's very disrespectful to my husband. Oh, I see. That can be a problem. Let me, let me address what you she's a mama bear. One second. Let me address what you said, though. Uh, don't let him get the best of me. You are basically saying uh, a spouse... If you're a spouse and you're saying, I don't want my, I don't want them to get the best of me. It's like a challenge. It's like a, it's like yeah. a contest and you feel you have to win the contest. And if you are feeling that you have to win, what you're doing is cutting both of yourselves off. If you're, I've got to win. That means you're both going to lose because if one's yeah. going to win, who's going to celebrate the win with you? Is I she going to, let's say I win the argument or whatever. She's going to celebrate the win with me. No, it's just me celebrating on my own. That's not what it's supposed to be. If you're in an argument, you have to look at it from the other person's point of view and put their needs ahead of yours. That's yeah. what Christ would do. He'd put their needs ahead of his. Even when, they hung, even when he hung on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He forgave those who hung him on a cross. If he could, would any of you forgive anybody who hung them on a cross? Would you be cursing them and yelling at them and saying whatever it took to get you off that yeah. cross? You'd be saying anything. All of us would. And, and Christ is an amazing example. Now, not respecting your mother-in-law because she doesn't respect your husband. That's a real challenge. I can completely mm -hmm. get it. So it's your mother-in-law. So it's your husband's mother. It's your mother-in-law. So your husband's mother doesn't respect her son. Your husband has to change that situation on his own. He's got to um, learn how to work with his mother and maybe 
get her to respect him or earn her respect. And also, there might be some cases where it's just such an extreme. Yeah, we have no like, idea. We don't know, but we're just talking about these are just we're like talking little, generalities. Yeah. And, you, and, and only, you know, your own situation. I was going to say, you can pray for that lady and you can you can. Uh, this is going to blow your mind. You probably have already done this, but you can start doing loving things for her anyway, in spite of the fact that you uh, don't like her. very Or much. that she's disrespecting. <clears throat> yeah. Her. And that's. That is true Christianity right there. When you do, because the Bible says, pray for those who, who curse you. Yeah. Or it says, bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. That's what the Bible says. And I always say, and say really mean things online. And say really mean things online. And and, and we we may or may not know a thing or two about that. So, um, <laughs> Or but, but, turn the other cheek and they slap you on the one. And listen, it'll blow your mother-in-law's mind if you're nice to her in spite of her being mean to him. And so that's that's, gonna, that's where yeah. that's where the true heart that's where a heart of stone yeah. can begin to break open. And that's going to be something that you need to pray about, and you need to get the um, the strength to do. Because I know that you know it's like if if your parent has hurt you, you know, or hurt your husband. And I know you you're the mama bear, and I am too over our husbands. And we don't want any we don't want anybody to go in and be mean or attack our husbands at all. But um, but I think that you too can pray about it and the Lord will show you what to do. He will literally show you what to do. I wanted to read the passion translation of first uh, Peter one or first Peter three, one. Oh, this is the one here. here yeah. And it says, and now let me speak to the wives, be devoted to your own husband. First Peter three. And now what let me say, I'm just making sure I got it right. Oh, okay. I, I'm just repeating it for me. Right. Be devoted to your own husbands so that even if some of them do not obey the word of God, your kind conduct may win them over without you saying a thing. Freeze. Your kind conduct might win them over without you saying a thing. For when they observe your pure godly life before God, it will impact them deeply. I'm telling you this. I saw her and some other friends of mine who were becoming Christians right before my eyes. And I would notice their conduct going, what is the deal? These people are turning insane is what I thought. And I thought... And, but because back this is like 30 years ago back then i thought anybody who followed jesus was insane that's what i thought yeah. by the way that's what the world encourages you to think why do you think the world tries to turn you away my, when i say the world i mean the world at large i mean people that don't i mean media i mean people that don't believe in jesus why do you think they want you to not believe yeah. in christ because he is the way the truth and the life that's why if he's the truth and the world doesn't want you to hear about him, they must not want you to know the truth, right? Exactly. So anyway, but Julianne's conduct was a very impactful thing on me. So this is true. Yeah. And um, so then it says, uh, for when they observe your pure godly life before God, it will impact them deeply. Let your true beauty come from your inner personality, not a focus on the external, for lasting beauty comes from a gentle and peaceful spirit, which is precious in God's sight and is much more important than the outward adornment of elaborate hair or jewelry. Or fine clothes. Or fine clothes. So it's not about what's on your outside. It's on your inside. And I know we've heard that. We've cliched that you know what out of that. But that is a cliche for a reason because it is it's true. The Lord looks at your heart. He doesn't care what you look like. Because no. when you get to heaven, I think you're going to look completely different. I mean, I don't think, I don't think the, Lord, the Lord does not see your outward appearance. He sees your heart. That's why it's important. Let me see. Um, 
this gentleman or whoever this is, Jesus saves. My daughter-in-law and I didn't have a good relationship after they got married. It took a while to come to good terms. I did my part, never got in their way, and encouraged my son to be a good husband. Very good. That is so great. Very, and very she, and, good. And your daughter-in-law, what she... Here's a continuation. Husband, now we have a great relationship. I adore her, and I believe she loves me and respects me, even when it is hard for her to express it. I understand where she's coming from, and I respect that. Wow. Jesus saves. That's amazing. No, but what's so great is that you won her over with love. You didn't, yep. you didn't try to, you know, kiss her butt. You just loved on her. And so, and then she saw the Christ in you, which is really important. And you know what? That's with any situation. I'm not saying that that's going to win somebody to, you know, to the kingdom at all because you're being nice to them. But just like, you know, it's like talks about here that it was your, the woman's conduct that will bring the man in. Well, it's the conduct of all of us that would bring other people in. If we're running wild and doing crazy, ridiculous, stupid things, and we look like people that aren't saved, why would somebody feel like they need to come into the kingdom? Because see, at that point, they wouldn't even know the love of Jesus yet. Because that's that takes time in a relationship. I mean, sometimes you'll feel the uh, embracement of, you know, the Holy Spirit, but the relationship comes in time. Because you will spend time with the Lord. And uh, that's what's, when you're spending time with the Lord, you're spending time, intimate time, so you're getting to know each other. And also with your own family or friends or whatever it is, you're spending time with them. And they're seeing you on a daily basis. And they're saying, oh, wow, I may not, you know, like what they're doing, or I, or I may not like who they are. But they just love people. You know, sometimes people get jealous of other people because they can actually love people. And um, not everybody is, is open enough to be able to outwardly love people. And so when someone sees that in you, that's like an eye opener. It's like, wait, they love me and I don't even you know why they do. When we were going to one of our, our very first church we ever went to, I realized um, I got really convicted to be a servant at that church. I, I really yeah. wanted to be an usher at this church. And I never thought I'd ever even go to church, much less be an usher at the church. And once I became an usher, God really opened up my servant's heart because I really got into serving people, like seating them, helping them find things, uh, escorting them through the church, things like that, cleaning the church, setting the church up and all that stuff. I learned what it was like to be a servant, and it really opened my heart to respect other people that weren't either me or my direct family. Right. Many people can say, yes, I respect my spouse. And that's amazing. Perfect. But when it comes to getting outside of your bubble of family, can you respect other people even when you don't know them? Yeah. Can you respect the person at the grocery store? Can you respect the person at the gas station? Can you respect, you know, respect the person at, you know, uh, at, at Home Depot, wherever you're going? Can you think enough about that person and their feelings to know that they're a person just like you are? And that comes down to marriage too, guys. If you guys have a great marriage, if you have a strong, and by the way, is every marriage perfect? Of course, it's not going to be perfect. But I'll tell you, our marriage is a million times better than it used to be because we were children. We were two children trying to be grownups. And now we're finally grownups and we're still trying to figure things out because we've, we've opened ourselves up to what the Lord has and the Lord's giving us all these amazing things to do now. We've got to rely on each other or it won't get done. No. It, and it's a, it's and, a, a dance for two people yeah, for sure. And we cannot have an ego issue between the two of us if if we do it's like hey i don't care did you have the great idea great let's go for it 
don't worry about, well, I had the idea or I said this or I said that. Like, who cares? You just got to move on and go in the direction that you're supposed to be going in. Sean Culpepper, off topic, Julian, your hair looks great. <laughs> I've learned with the help of the Holy Spirit to respect my husband. So Sean, Sean's a guy's name or a girl? No, Sean's probably a girl. Yeah, but right up here, Sean Culpepper says, hi, Julianne. Hi, Butch. Hi, Sean. How are you? Nice to see Usually, you. Usually, uh, S-H-A-U-N is a girl. Yeah, I apologize. But, okay, I, let me know. Forgive me let if us I got know. that wrong. We're, yeah. we're in our 50s. Either way, we are grateful. I am watching. so appreciative of that. Thank you so much. Oh, no, I'm always ready to respect my husband. Sean is a woman. Sean's a woman. I know. Yes. I, I just, I see the name Sean and I, you know. We know a bunch of Sean's. But anyway, yeah, let me just read this. This is First uh, Peter 3, 7. Husbands, you in turn must treat your wives with tenderness. Whoa. Uh -huh. Viewing them as, as feminine, feminine partners. partners who deserve to be honored. Mm. For they are co-heirs with you of the divine grace of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Let me say one other thing. Oh my God. Go back to that. You're there. You're, uh, they deserve to be honored for their co-heirs with you. Now look, when it says treat your wife tender, when you, when, you have, when, you, when you have a wife like this, who is a wife and a woman, for sure. But there's a lot of strength there. Very strong person. The tenderness thing doesn't always compute up here sometimes because you're like, well, you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, well, uh, hold your own, I guess you would say. But I had to learn there's got to be tender moments. And I'm still learning that. Believe me, I'm still trying to get better at that. Not perfect I love at that. all. Okay, so her name is LaShonda. That's beautiful. Um, what a pretty name. Where's LaShonda? But right there. Oh, I'm a girl. Real a name. Girl. LaShonda. LaShonda. Oh, I got you, Sean. Okay. Very cool. Thank you, Sean yes. Culpepper. But cool. um, yes, okay. So you cannot let my my personality or my attitude intimidate you. I know I've learned that. Right, because but it still does. Right. <laughs> Sorry. You know, we've Can you said guys agree with years, me on this? Can you guys agree with me? Yeah. No, we said this for years. I'm on your team. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. I'm on the team. I am not not on the team. Right. I'm on the team. Right. So I'm your I, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Yep. I'm on the and it's, team. And having her on the team is a very cool thing to have, yes. believe me. So here we are. This is Team Hartman. And so there's no reason for you to ever be intimidated or anything else because we're on the same team. Oh, okay. Gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. Exactly, exactly. Yes. So anyway, um, we do have to, oh my gosh, my phone keeps. I know, our phones are, 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 um, are ringing here. Yeah, guys, so um, listen, we just want to encourage you both, or you both, you all. I encourage you. Yes. We encourage all of you. Try and respect your significant other this week, whether it's spouse, whether it's a girlfriend, boyfriend, whether it's uh, someone you're in league with very, very closely. Maybe you've been dating the same person for many, many years. I don't know. But the bottom line is this. You're stronger together. Then you are a part. Yes. I promise you. Yes. And the Lord wants you together. The Lord wants you to fellowship. Okay. That's what the Lord made us for to fellowship. So yes. if you're an island under yourself, if you're by yourself all the time, that's not God's best. Does God still love you? Absolutely. That's not yeah, God's best. You want to be with people. You want to, you want to have people, you want to love people and you want to be loved. Yeah. And it's so nice when you've got someone that you can, you know, share your life with. I'm not saying that that's going to be everyone. Um, but, you know, just remember this. I was listening to something the other day and I just heard a pastor say this. It's like, if you are single, 
Jesus, okay, Jesus is your husband. Jesus is your wife. Jesus is whatever it is that you need. You are not alone. I just want to repeat that. You might even be married and feel isolated. You're not alone. No, not at all. Please know that you are not alone. Do you understand? You are not alone. Mm -hmm. So you're not alone. And especially during this holiday season, you're not alone. The, this, the holiday season is all about the birth of Jesus. Yep. You're not alone. You're not alone. And Sean has one last comment here. Good comment too. Question. Question, I guess for Butch. Do men need respect more than anything else in the marriage? Wow. What a great question. Uh, that's absolutely right. Uh, men do need respect. And it's interesting. Men need to feel like their wives do respect them. Right. But again, men need, men need to respect their wives as well. But it's a different type of respect for women that men give to women. Because men like to be the ones who feel like they are, um, I don't want to use the word leader because that's not really what it is. Men need to feel like they are uh, taking care of things and that they are appreciated for things. That's really yeah. all they need. And um, a lot of times if that's not being acknowledged, that can begin to chip away at a man's personality. And then there'll be someone who comes along who does respect them. And it's going to be a very interesting thing. And by the way, uh, same with women. If, if a woman yeah. um, doesn't feel as though her spouse loves her or treats her right, she's going to get that correct treatment from somebody else as well. Yeah. There's many, many love songs about that. Go listen to some. We guys, love you guys. Love we you guys. We do have to week. go. See you next week and respect your spouse. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.